This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted Filipiano at the 50, time running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. What's on your glasses? I think this team can win. Pizza. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't think of anything better than (laughs) trying to see the world through a pepperoni. (laughs) (laughs) Only Uncle Mosh sees the world through pepperoni lenses. What's up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we hope to be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. That's right, episode number 192 of Raiders Fan Radio coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave from the palatial uh, Murph's Fan Cave Studios here in Middle Tennessee. I appreciate all of you joining us tonight. I look forward to uh, getting to a lot of stuff here as we kind of recap and close out. The Raiders 2020 campaign. I uh, appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight joining us at youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. Appreciate all of you. And, you know, I've kind of been doing some podcast selfies here lately, and I am so thankful to uh, welcome oh. back the legendary, the one and only, Uncle Ma. What's <laughs> Man, I'm so glad. You know what I'm more glad about being here? What are you so glad about, Mosh? The pizza you provided me with tonight. You got some good pizza I had. There. I got it on my glasses. I, I, I looked at it, and I'm like, what is that speck? And so, you know, I did what you're supposed to do yeah. when you got something in your glasses. I'm like, <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, oh, man, that was good. Uh, that was and good. it turns out it wasn't pizza. No. No, you know what? It, it, was, it was a little Domenico's Reuben from a month ago. <laughs> it's still good. It's still good. Still good after yeah. a month on the specs. A month on the spec. That's right. Well, hey, Mosh, thank you for being here tonight. Oh, man. It's been a long time, man. We missed you. you. We missed you here in the fan been, cave. It's been, it's, it's so crazy. Did you know that there's a global pandemic? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, now that and, and and now that we got rid of that other guy for a minute, I got this I got this whole new section. I call it I call it COVID Corner and I just kind of throw my garbage over there. Oh, you there. just chuck your stuff over yeah, on the yeah, yeah. on the swag's I, desk I, there. I'd, yeah. be, I'd be slinging the camera over there to look but then I'd never get it normal. Yeah, well that's but, okay. Well, here, well, I, you know what? I could probably turn his camera on here. Let me see if, let's see if we can do this on the fly. This is called on the fly production. Let's see if I can yeah. do this here. All right, let's see if that comes on here. The swag cam. Oh, here is it going to do it? Oh, it's, it's got the lens cover on. Ah, uh, you big dummy! Oh, this, this is, is riveting this radio is so right riveting. here. Oh, here we go! Oh, here we go! There's my. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I've been throwing all my junk. Yeah, you just yeah, throw you your stuff over there. Stuff over there. Throw your empties, your empty pizza plates. Yeah, the, the napkins, yeah, all, kinds all, of, all kinds there of stuff. Yeah. There you go. All right, Uncle Mosh, we got so much to get to tonight. Going to be a lot of fun here in the fan cave. And uh, so, thank you again for joining us. Thank you to everybody in the chat room. Mosh, you got your chat up yet over there? If you do oh, shout him out, I, or I can, do. Uh, I do. Pirate nineteen seventy five. Adam Hill killed Jada. Swaggy, swaggy, swaggy. Jeff, Jeff Murphy, the Raider critique. Lee B. Man, uh, let me see. I, oh, yeah, that's what this mouse thing does. Rita Bon Rico. Rico. Man, everybody's here. Everybody's here. Uh, Rogue Code. Manny Flow. Uh, who am I forgetting? Ta-da! Ta-da! My city, my game. Um, all kinds of people here. Right on, man. Appreciate yeah, everybody. I'm excited. Appreciate everybody joining us. So, as I mentioned, you could join us each and every week at youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. That is 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific, and you can join in with the best chat room there is in Raider Nation. Uh, we have, There's a lot of cool Raider Nation communities out there, but our chat room is is absolutely uh, the best, and, you know, we're a little biased, but just ask them. They'll tell you. They're the best. Um, but anyway, so appreciate you all uh, in that way. Also thankful to the Blue Wire folks and now uh, welcoming, this is I think our third or fourth show now with the Blue Wire podcast folks. And so thankful to them uh, for bringing us on as a member of the Blue Wire team, along with Raider Cody and Lindsey Rhodes and a a, a litany of other podcasts and um, had some good success on our audio uh, portion of our show here lately. And that's what we were hoping to kind of give that a shot in the arm. And uh, and it certainly did. And so uh, we are thankful to the Blue Wire folks. And if you want to listen to the audio version of the podcast, you can do that by going to your favorite podcast feed and just search for Murph's Fan Cave. That is M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave. And just the other day, I was I was kind of messing around with some of the apps yeah. and stuff. Mosh is kind of looking around. We're on Spotify. We're on Pandora. We submitted for Pandora. I don't think we're live on Pandora yet. But um, iHeartRadio, we're on. Um, you can ask your Alexa. The, your Alexa will play us. Like Pretty much anywhere that you can find an audio podcast, you can find us. So, so definitely check it out. And even if you listen to us live here on the YouTubes, Download the show on the audio podcast. That's and better. Subscribe. Just do that anyway. Just mark it played. You ain't got to listen to us again. Just mark it played. Just get that way we get hooked up with the download. Helps us uh, register and 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 you know get up the ratings around here because 
more ratings, more advertising, and the more advertising, the more dollars we raised for the One Nation Foundation, which is the foundation that Raider Cody and I and Uncle Mosh formed to uh, to give away to different and various Raider charities. And so all the advertising dollars that we get, any super chat donations that we get, any direct donations that we get. Um, I had somebody hit me up this week, Mosh, asking me about that. Uh, you know, where can I give directly? Well, you can go to onenationfoundation.net and you can give directly right there and it doesn't even go through the shows or anything. It just goes straight into the One Nation Foundation account. And so uh, we appreciate uh, those folks reaching out in that fashion and uh, we look forward to giving the next round of donations away to the Bolitnikoff Foundation, which should be cool. Um, also, if you're an Amazon buyer, use our link it's in the show notes use our amazon link and replace it on your toolbar or whatever you use to go to amazon you can even do it on your phone register on amazon the one nation foundation and then anything you buy on amazon it's like one half of one percent will go to the one nation foundation and again, same thing. Doesn't go through any of the shows. It's just directly deposited to the One Nation Foundation. And um, yeah, and it's an easy thing. Doesn't cost you anything extra. And if you're an, I, I use Amazon all the time. And so it's real simple. Just click that link, save it. And, or you can just look up One Nation Foundation <laughs> under Amazon Smile, and then you can register that way, and then we'll get uh, a portion of that money. So thank you for those of you that have done that. Mine. I think doesn't, doesn't swag like, like the guy comes by his house like three times a day, right? The Amazon people. No, they come by my house. Oh, they. Oh, it all, it all comes here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so so thankful to, to. There's like I saw the other day. There was like I don't know, 29 people registered already. I thought you were going to say there was 29 one. trucks waiting to drop. Oh, swaggy, drop swaggy stuff off. Yeah, because he's been on a hiatus. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's on quarantine. All he's doing is ordering oh, swag to the house. Gosh, he's he's dying. I talked to him on the phone like two days ago, and he's just like, man. He's just he's like, dying. come on, come he's on. He, he's trying to get a fake ID again. Why? Well, you know, because I hooked him up with his first one when he was like 15. <laughs> and now <laughs> he's trying to get another one that says he's 65 so he can get the shot so he can come <laughs> so back. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't hook him up with his first fake no, ID. You but didn't. I did take him to his first casino. So. <laughs> <laughs> but he was of legal age at the time. Okay, well, here we go, <laughs> and respect. <laughs> but yeah, it's only out of an abundance of caution uh, have we have we limited the fan cave visitors. There's only only two people now that are coming over to the fan cave. That is Uncle Mosh, and that's my boo, Max. Um, and so yeah, we're just kind of just kind of locking it down, man. Tennessee, like where we live in Middle Tennessee, we're originally from the Bay Area, but we now live in Middle Tennessee. We were like second per capita in the whole country, like in terms of like outbreak. So we're just just an abundance of caution. So and whatever that looks like for you, we encourage you all to do the same. Uh, thank you, Joe Mo, uh, for the uh, for the donation in there. It says Murph loves the Chiefs, Mosh. Uh, no, 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 no. You got the no, crickets no, no, no. button there? I'm not, no, uh, no, no, no. It's it's not that it it's not Murph loves the Chiefs. It's Murph loves to chief. I <laughs> do love the Chief. What does that mean? <laughs> Smoke weed. No, oh, it doesn't mean no, that. I don't do that. <laughs> it's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> no, I don't chief. When you go into my... Oh, oh my God. I'll oh, be sorry. right back. Okay, all right, sorry. I don't even know when the last time I then chiefed was. It was... Gosh, I'm trying to think. I was... Uh, I was probably back when I was in school. Well, I would say I was in school at Chico. I, my friends were in school at Chico, and I was at Chico. Um, I was... Uh, yeah, the only thing I attended was keg parties. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that was probably the last time that, uh, that you know. I, I got a funny. I, t- I, I got a funny story. Tell, tell me. It tell is me. you know, growing up in California in the '60s and the '70s, 
You were chiefing I'd, all over the I place. I had been exposed to a lot of that stuff, you know. I, <laughs> yeah. and, and, I mean, I can't. I learned to roll doobies with one hand, you know. I mean, <laughs> out of anything, you know. <laughs> but I tear off some notebook paper. Oh my God, I, 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 I crashed more vehicles. Going, oh man, I just spilled it. Oh, oops, you know. Um, no, I'm kidding. But you were okay. picking seeds and stems at eight years old. Oh my gosh, out of everything. <laughs> but so. <laughs> Made of plants. <laughs> but but that was a back in the day when, like, you know, and, and people were smoking at concerts. And, and I, you know, I mean, never forget, I saw Willie Nelson and Tanya Tucker at the Circle Star Theater in oh, San Carlos. Oh, right. No, uh, yeah. You know, and, the, and it's with the revolving yeah, stage. Yeah, and yeah. People were lighting doobies and throwing them on stage. And so Willie and, and, his, and the folks, they had cases of Lone Star beer. And they would hit the doobie and they would throw it back out into the audience oh, as they were going around, right? <clears throat> so... I knew what weed smelled like. Yeah. You know, and of course I joined the military and I got away from all that stuff, you know, and I and and, and I never That's never long never, been in your river. Never even thought about ever, you know. So the first time I smelled it, the new stuff, this stuff now, I was like, man, someone needs to wash their butt. <laughs> I'm, and I was with you, and we were in the casino, the casino. and those people walked by, and everybody, yeah. everybody at the crap table turned their head and went, "Oh, they're having a good time." And I'm like, "Good time, ooh, yeah." You know, so I was telling the story about about how it reminded me because it reminded me of skunk. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it smelled like. It's, yeah, because down it's here pungent. in Tennessee, we have skunks. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm telling the story at at in the faculty room. About oh maybe four or five months ago, right when school first started, and one of the teachers, one of the teachers said that they bought a new house, and they called their. I mean, it was brand new, right? So they called their like you know their real estate agent. And they're like, oh, we've got a skunk in our you know in in our blah 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 blah. And they were they're calling exterminators and the cops and everybody, right? We've got a skunk problem and it's in our house and and we smell it at night and blah blah. But it was their neighbor. Oh, right next door no. goes out back, right? So they didn't know until they had a housewarming party. And the, and the neighbor goes, y'all want to come out back? And they're like, sure, we'd love to see your backyard. Ours is right over the fence. And he fires one up, right? And they're going, oh, oh it's a skunk. Oh, that's the skunk. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I've been there, done that. I understand. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This new this new stuff. It ain't for me. The new okay. stuff. All right. All right. So back to the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> so this, <laughs> that's that is pretty funny. Uh, so this is I love it. Uh, Kill Jada says, "Ha, higher education." Yes, it is. All right, I'm go. telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you. You know, I, I, how else are you gonna know unless you well, ask? That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so this is episode number one ninety two, and we always like to link our episode number back to something significant within Raider Nation. And so this uh, that task is left to our good buddy who is on. Uh, uh, he's, he's technically not in quarantine, but he's in quarantine from the cave. So <laughs> here's our buddy Swag Jeff with one ninety two. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy Swag Jeff coming at you with episode number one ninety two of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, I'm officially COVID-free. COVID corner has been closed, and I am a free man. Uh, (laughs) But I am not there tonight. Uh, Just to be safe, we are waiting until, uh, you know, until a later date for me to return. Until the Raiders win a Super Bowl. (laughs) Thanks, Jeff. Jeff. From uh, from giving you every episode number, swag Jeff, and swag on the uh, scarlet letter. I know, I love it. History and ties it back to the episode number. 
and this week is episode number 192, and we're going to go with a career stat. We're going to go with a career stat, and we're going to go with one of Murph's favorite players. That's right. It is Murph's age player of the year. We're talking about number 47, you old ass. Number 47, <laughs> Uh, in silver and black, Ty played 78 games, and he had 914 rushes for 3,682 yards, aver- averaging four yards per carry, not too shabby. Uh, and he also added 92 receptions for 682 yards and five touchdowns. But he ran the ball into the end zone 32 times. And I know that we like numbers, but we don't like math. But if you do the math on that, 32 touchdowns at six points apiece. That's right. Tyrone Wheatley scored 192 nice. points for the silver and black. Good job, Swaggo. That's right, 192. And before I get on. Hey, good job there, Swaggo. Well, we'll see. Right, got, boys and girls, oh, 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 man. <laughs> okay, Sorry, it's Jeff. been a minute. <laughs> it's been 192 minutes since we've been together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Swaggy. Love you, bro. Down the highway. First off, you need to like us. He on just cut me off. What the? That's right. Go to Facebook. At Raiders Fan Radio. He can't even get a whole segment in. Not even on the phone. That's right. Go to. He's not here to stutter, so we just Also, don't forget the Instagram. Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right. RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you want to, you if you want to. If you want to, you can even email Your Raider Cup? Show at Raiders. It's uh, it's downstairs, uh, right next to the fridge. On the Raiders, the, got it. the cabinet just to the left of the fridge. Yeah, I got it. I'll carry it. That's nine oh nine three four five three three four six. Don't forget Merv's fan cave on the YouTube, where you can get all the show links, like the fan club blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. All right, we appreciate you joining us for episode number 192 of Raiders Fan Radio. So much stuff to get to tonight, and appreciate everybody that has uh, jumped in the chat room there. Uh, <laughs> Swaggo was not happy that he got cut off. You know we love you, brother. Uh, so Swaggo's in the chat room. Ron the Raider, of course, is in there. Kill Jadis, Raider Born Rico, Lee B, Ryan Miller, uh, Reese Rock is in there, Raider Critique. Uh, let's see. All I see is Swag Jeff posting. <laughs> Miss Molly's in there. Pirate 1975. Uh, we appreciate all of you. Of course, Jeff Murphy from the Dominicos, man. We miss my hero. My miss of Dominico. I mean, it's been a hot minute yeah, since we've been. Gosh, Swaggo, you think your feelings are hurt? We haven't been to Dominicos in like a month. Like I'm jonesing over here. We need to get Dominicos back on the uh, on the table here before we do the episodes. Um, all right. So what we do at the beginning of the show here to kick it off is we uh, we like to do a little thing called respect. Uh, we like hey. to give respect. We don't do props. We don't do shout outs. Nothing wrong with those things. But uh, we like to give respect. So Mosh, we got some cool ones tonight. Yeah. So first off, um, I, I I I don't have the number. I don't know how old he is today. Um, but today is speaking of legendary. Double zero, Otto, no Jim way. Otto's birthday today. Yeah, really. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so much respect and and happy birthday to the man mosh that's been called the ultimate raider. And I'm going to go to a clip here. This was just filmed just this last year. This is uh, you'll hear Banazak. 
You'll hear Villapiano. Um, you'll hear, uh, I believe those are the two main voices you're going to hear besides the narrator. But this is basically kind of breaking down kind of Jim Otto and uh, really his legendary status becoming the ultimate Raider. Commitment to excellence. Of course, that's Al. Pride and poise. The greatness of our football team. We're not only exemplified by Jim Otto, but for more than a decade, he was the standard of excellence by which centers were judged in professional football. He was one of the toughest players that ever played football. I mean, you talk about blood and guts. That guy would be banged up. He would be bleeding in a huddle, blood dripping down through his face mask. Jim Otto was your ultimate all-pro. I did everything against a lot of these guys to be the best I could and give them a real pain in the neck. That's what I tried to do every time I played. I'm not the best there is, but I'll fight anybody that thinks they're better. I love that. Jim was working. He's working as quarterbacks. He's talking to the coaches. He's talking to the defensive guys that are about to go onto the field. He's talking to the special team guys. Make a break out there, gang. Come on, babe. If you were down, he'd pick you up. He made you feel like a million dollars. Jim Otto, double O, the ultimate Raider. I love that, man. The ultimate Raider. So, you know, uh, that got me thinking a little bit, Mosh. You know, we, uh, once upon a time, before, uh, like, literally every other media outlet started stealing the bit, we did our Mount Rushmore, which was, like, our Mount Rushmore of, like, the greats, right? And, of course, we always spotted Al Davis when we talked about the greats, and then they gave you three left. And, of course, the usual names were always on it. It was Kenny Stabler, Timmy Brown. You know, for you, it was Otis Sistrunk. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's everybody had their names, Bolitnikoff and Hendricks and Tatum and whatever, whatever. Well, I thought about it. This might be kind of fun. Let's resurrect this segment for one time. Um, if there is an ultimate Raider, so this is, you take coaches out of the equation because look, the ultimate Raider was Al Davis, right? So, but take the coaches out of the equation. If we're going strictly just players that embodied the Raiders, just the spirit of the Raiders, who are your four ultimate Raiders, Mosh? Who would you go with as your top four? I mean, do we spot you Otto since it's literally his nickname? Well, it's it's going to be Otto. Okay, okay. so that's And one. then I'm going to go Atkinson. Oh, nice. And then I'm going to go Gene Upshaw. Oh, gosh, that's a good one. And I got to go with my guy. Sistrunk. <laughs> why? Why? Why, do you, why, why would why? I go with Otis Sistrunk? Because you know in practice, you know who he went against every freaking day. Well, he went against, against Otto and Shell and, and, Shell and, oh, and, Otto, and Otto. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. You okay. know what I'm saying? That's, that's a really you good don't, point. You don't get to be that good when when you go in practice against Otto. Yeah, yeah, that's legit. Yeah. That's a good good call, Mosh. Yeah. I dig the upshot. And, and, uh, and you know why I went with Atkinson? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Please, no, please. Because I don't ever interrupt anybody else. So. <laughs> Atkinson was undersized. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to be. He wasn't supposed to be who he was. And and I mean. You know, he was just he he was who he was, and and he just he lived it every day. Played bigger than he was, right? right? Played way bigger than he was. It just, I mean, just balls to the walls all the time. That's awesome, man. And yeah, good call out, Mosh. I like it. I love the upshots. I'm with you. I think I think it's Auto Upshaw, but then I rounded out with Ben Davidson and Kenny Stabler. 
Those are my and now I th- it's hard not to put Tatum in there. Oh, and I think that if Tuzak, I, I mean, come uh, on, there's a lot of them that embody like what it was to be a Raider. Kenny was the ultimate Raider, aside from Jim Otto. No disrespect, G- uh, Jim, but like Kenny was the ultimate Raider to me. But that's just because he was my guy as a kid. But like, so I think it's Kenny and Jim, and then Upshot. Like Upshot was like. He was the real leader. I mean, Kenny gets billed as the leader of those teams of the 70s, but it was really Gene Upshaw. It was, it was he was Gene really Upshaw. the guy. You know what I mean? And he was nastier than any of them. Like, you know what I mean? Like all the other guys that like with the big hits and you get like Tatum and all that, but that line was nasty. nasty. You know what I nasty. mean? And he was the leader of those guys. You know what you I know, mean? So and, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and there was so many greats that came before and after them. You know, I mean, everybody from kick him in the head, Ted, to Howie Long. You know, I mean, it's hard not how, to put how, Howie on. How right? could you not? Or even, which leads me to my next uh, segue here. And I didn't even think about this, but you know, Charles Woodson, like Charles so, Woodson uh, is like yeah, the right? modern day embodiment of being the ultimate Raider. And so uh, speaking of Charles, much respect to, you know, I got a lot of problems with the hall of fame and I'm not, I'm going to save you my tirade on cliff branch. Um, but I will say this. Kudos to them for on this batch of finalists. Um, the as far as the players go, um, they announced their finalists, and of course, the familiar names you would expect to see there: Peyton Manning, Calvin Johnson. You know, there's some that are just going to be a slam dunk. Uh, Tory Holt and Reggie Wayne are on there, but Charles Woodson, Charles Woodson, and I don't think there's any way Charles Woodson doesn't go down as a first ballot Hall of Famer. I think the Hall of Fame is going to do this one right. Interestingly enough, Richard Seymour is also on the list, although I'm sure we think of him as a Patriot more than a Raider. But, you know, Al Davis wouldn't have thought of him that way. Al Davis took pride in the idea that there are more Raiders in the Hall of Fame than any other team, even though you count players like Ronnie Lott and whatever and Jerry Rice, and right? So, um, but anyway, so, so respect to the Hall of Fame. I hope they get it right by letting in Charles Woodson. And also... We know that Tom Flores is being considered as well for the Hall of Fame About this time. year. About damn time. And this is pretty cool, Mosh. Now, I've gone on record in the past for you know, stating my opinion about Flores going to the hall, not in a way to like say he shouldn't be there, but just in a way to try to understand what it was that the, that the, that possibly the, their thinking, their sure, thinking, just sure, to try to understand sure. it, not, not to defend their thinking, but just to understand it. Um, but I think at this point it's, it's look, when you look at his, at the, at the comparables, when you look at the other coaches and when you look at the things that he achieved in his career and, uh, you know, the firsts that he was as a player and as a coach, I think it's inarguable at this point, the man needs to be in the Hall of Fame. So I also want to give respect to Coors Light. Not just because we drink 150 oh, okay. of them when we're at the casino, <laughs> but because Mosh, I'm going to give this picture to you to show the camera here. Look what Coors Light has done with their newest Coors Light no. can. Only available in Las Vegas. They have put Tom Flores on the can. And Mosh, what's that say there? Well, like it says, <clears throat> to the chillest legend in football, the Iceman achieved greatness while always keeping his cool. We're proud to support his road to Canton. Cheers, coach. How freaking cool is that? And also, to go along wow. with that, they have a freaking ad campaign. And check this out. Here's the audio from it. Meet football legend Tom Flores, a.k.a. the Iceman, a.k.a. the first Latino quarterback and head coach ever, a.k.a. why isn't he in the hall yet? 
Well, Coorsight is going to do something about it. I'll drink right that. on. How cool. So Coors Light has a website you can go to, and you just Google it. I won't bore you with the address, but just Google that, and you can go on there, and you can nominate Tom Flores for the Hall of Fame. You know, Sign a petition. It's really cool, and and I think it had to happen because, hey, we beat the Broncos twice this year, and Coors is is (laughs) in Golden, Colorado, 26 minutes from Mile High Stadium. Hey, had to happen. I love that. (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny that, like, you know, we kind of, you know, we always called, you know, we Coors the Silver Bullets, and we we always and we and we drank Silver Bullets because they were silver, like because they're half a silver and black, and so we just kind of gravitated towards that. And so I love to see one of those brands that, like, if we're gonna drink cheap American beer, we drink Coors Light. Like, you know what I mean? You know, we we all appreciate good beer around here too, and love our you know dark beers and all that stuff. But like. You know, if we're going to drink something cheap at the casino and you're going to drink, you know, as, uh, as Mojo calls them, Colorado Kool-Aids. You know what's really <laughs> funny? <clears throat> Back in the day when I first started drinking, they didn't have Coors Light. When you were nine? When I was nine. <laughs> so they called in the, in the, in the late 60s and I was born in the late 50s. Anyway, um, th- no, man, they called Coors Light water. That's how you ordered a water. I'll have a Coors Light. No way. Yes way. Yes, way. No that was kidding. that was the nickname for water was Coors Light. Oh, because and then Coors came out with Coors Light. Oh, how funny Isn't is that? that? Funny, yeah. So oh my when, gosh! And I and and when when the Coors Light finally came out, I was actually of legal age, and you know the first time I had one, I'm like, oh, this is great stuff. You know, oh, I can yeah. pound eighty of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, that's so, funny. Yeah. yeah, right on. Okay, good. And uh, so, hey, while we were talking there, I want to give uh, want to give respect to Ryan Miller. Uh, Ryan Miller with the with the super chat donation in there, five dollars. We appreciate you, Ryan Miller. Um, he says that his Mount Rushmore of of Ultimate Raiders would be Alzado, uh, Howie Long, Jack Tatum, and John Matuzak. Man, I think that's a good list as well. I know Mosh has his reservations around around Alzado. Speaking of Colorado, but uh, but I love the Long Tatum Matuzak. Man, that's, yeah, that's yeah, solid. Yeah, man, that's, that's absolutely solid. solid. All right, uh, let's go ahead and jump into. Uh, Let's close this season out, Mosh. Let's close out this 2020 campaign. Hit a break. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. Let's go to a happier time. Hey! Hey, what's up? It's Brockman from the Rich Eisen Show. And it's Del Tupo from the Rich Eisen Show. You're listening to Murph and Mosh on Raiders Raiders Fan Radio. Radio. Yes! All right, Raider Nation, appreciate you jumping in here and joining us for this episode number 192 of Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate everybody in the chat. Uh, May Spitfire, Round the Mater Raider, Chevy Silver Raider, Swag, Jeff, Tyrone Graves, Pirate 1975, Franklin 83, Raider Roo. What's up, Raider Roo? Uh, Raider Critique is in there. Watts Raider is in there. Uh, appreciate You know, the, the chat, Raider Born Rico. Jeff Murphy, like, man, it's busy in there. Masha would get scrolling so fast in there, and on, 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 it's hard enough for me to keep up with the chat, let alone when I'm doing the podcast selfies. It gets real tough. Oh, my gosh, you were great. You were missing buttons. You were <laughs> – I was all kinds of stuff. And, 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 and I also missed your sister. 
Oh, did she call? Well, she was chatting in the chat room. And oh, no kidding. Yeah, your sister, also known as my mom. What's her handle? <laughs> I think it was like Raider Ma. Or oh, Raider something Ma, like, no kidding. And she told me, and I talked to her afterwards, and she goes, I was in your chat room, and you didn't even say hello. I'm like, I didn't. Hey, you do that when she's in the living room, bro. <laughs> We've been ignoring her for years. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ma. Yeah, no, it wasn't intentional. But yeah, so if my mom shows up in her life, she said she listens to the show all the time. So No kidding. Yeah, so if you're listening, Ma, I'm not, I don't ignore you on purpose. It's just hard for me to keep up well, with the chat. Hey, you know, speaking of your selfie, hey, thanks yeah. for the shout out last week. I appreciate that. It was a good show. You know, thank despite you, you, all the, the, the all the buttons you had to push. And oh, my gosh. You needed an extra set of hands, and, and but it was a good show. Thank you, it was, uh It was your first. First, uh, it was your first sel- your first selfie uh, to go over three thousand views. Yeah, you did a good job. Thanks, you did Marsh. A good job. You know, Thank and I, you. I can't believe that many people watched your mug. I know. for that long. It was because I looked at the camera finally. Because I wasn't there. We go. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so because I'm always I'm always look like I noticed I'm always looking down. You know, or, or like a normal night, like I'm looking at you. Right, right, like right. I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not worried about where my eyes are because I'm always looking over at you or I'm looking at Jeff or whatever. But anyway, so, yeah. So thank you, all of you. I should have shouted that out the top of the show, Mosh, and I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, much respect. No, and because and, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't thank everybody for the birthday wishes. Uh, and you mentioned it, that I, I don't do social media anymore, but uh, my wife does, and she was able to get on there and read them all. Man, it was just, it was overwhelming. It was over, it was, I was totally blown away at how many people sent stuff so that was really cool that was you guys are the bomb man it was awesome very very cool man yeah this rfr community is legit oh it's fun so speaking of that and i I forgot to say this at the top too mosh so we are broadcasting tonight on the youtubes right but we are also on the twitch i think that's how the kids call it the twitch uh we are also on the facebook's and we are on our Raiders Fan Radio Facebook page. Like, wow. no longer my profile page. We're on the Raiders Fan Radio uh, podcast uh, fan page. So if you go to, you just it's at Raiders Fan Radio podcast on Facebook, where you can just type in Raiders Fan Radio on Facebook and find it. But yeah, we're now broadcasting to our actual Facebook page. So thank you. I don't even know if there's people there or not. If there is... Thank you to those of you that are watching uh, us on the, on the Facebook. And then I think we're also on Periscope and some other things, too. We started doing this thing where we're trying to get the stream out to as many places as we can at one time. And so, yeah, I uh, have a telephone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, not on Christmas. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, uh-uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. yeah. Um, but yeah, cause, cause somebody blew up the AT&T switch center over there. Yeah. Um, well, actually I got Verizon, so I still work. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Of course, that's true. where I live, you I don't, don't have reception. That's where they got to You got to truck in sunlight. Yeah, I truck, yeah. Seriously, Absolutely. you know, but I, it gives me an opportunity to spend more time on the porch in my underwear. <laughs> so, it's like, what are you, Uncle Mas, what are you doing? I'm making a call. You should have, <laughs> you should have told me you were coming over. I'd have put on pants. Of course, we know that's a lot. <laughs> no, no, you just uh, you just let it go, anyways. Your son came over last night, right? Yeah. My my great nephew, my namesake, came over to the house for chili last night, and uh, and and he comes in, and of course he doesn't knock. He just the dog started barking, and he just came in, and the next thing I know, he's in my bedroom, and I'm sitting in my chair, and I'm and I'm I'm playing Candy Crush, you know, and and uh, I'm I'm watching the watching the tube, and and I get up, and and I got my just my undershirt and my shorts on, you know, and and my underwear and and I and I picked up my shorts and he just looked at me and I went 
Ah, and I put him back down. <laughs> I said, it's just, it's just Tristan. <laughs> yeah, it's not like he hadn't seen me running around like that, you know, yeah, his whole life. life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that's too funny. All right, some good stuff. All right, so all right, let's go ahead and jump into it, man. So we got we got a lot to get to tonight to talk about the, the Raiders season. So did you get a chance to watch the Donkeys game? 100%. Okay. And, 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 and I, you know, I don't know if I should should hit the top of the show with this, the top of this section with this, or wait, but... Nah, let it go, man. So, okay, so I have this to say. Okay. We beat the Donkeys twice. Yes. Check. We beat Kansas City. Check. Yeah. We went to the East Coast, won a game. Check. We were 8-8. Eight and eight. Not the best way, okay? Not the best way to have a season. But at the beginning of the year, if somebody said to me, Mush, what would you do for an 8-8 eight and eight season, beating the donkeys twice, going to the East Coast and getting that monkey off your back and whipping KC? Would you take it? Damn straight. Damn straight. I'd take it. Coming from at, at the at the especially at the end of last year's season. Yeah. I just said, yeah, bring it on. Beat we beat Kansas City. You know, if you'd asked me that the day after the Super Bowl, I'm I, I'm jumping all over that, man. Was it was it up and down? Did I call you just dis- I, I I was distraught over that last loss of ours? You know, with with the 19 seconds left and and oh. and that just that the travesty there and and it was the most distraught I'd been in a long yeah, time. Yeah, you, you don't get that way. I but don't that get Miami that way. game got you. But that one killed me. That one just killed me. And I'm like, oh man. But as you know, in, in in the big realm of things, I'm not I'm not buying into this was a losing season. I'm not giving up on on anybody or anything. I'm not trading in my silver and black for baby blue, you know? Uh, yeah, I want the Titans to go all the way. Why not? If it ain't the silver and black, heck yeah, man. You know? We're for the boys. I'll work for them. Heck yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, 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 and when we do it, we'll get that fool back in here. You yeah, know? we'll, we'll be- have our first Super Bowl champion here in the fan mm-hmm. cave, right? So, yeah. yeah. So... You know, I, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to jump on that bandwagon. I'm not ready to abandon. I'm not ready to go there. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm disappointed, but I'm a whole lot less disappointed than I've been in the last 17 well, years. Well, that's true. That's true. You know, I, I and think, I, I just needed to go on record as saying that. You know. Well, I think that's okay. That's an important note. And uh, before I get to uh, my response to that, uh, Aaron Q Dog Raider with a 911 donation in there. We appreciate you. Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, thank you very much for that. And uh, 100% of the funds that we get from the Super Chat in there, always, all of it goes straight to the One Nation Foundation. Um, okay, my counter to that, not, not in the spirit of playing devil's advocate or point-counterpoint. Uh, you know, this isn't uh, Jane Curtin and Dan Aykroyd over here. You know what Jane, I mean? Jane, you ignorant slut. For the four of you that get that <laughs> reference, you know what I mean? But, um, but, but I do, I, I have a little bit of a different take, and, it, and I talked about it with Cousin Sonny last week. Because he, surprisingly, Cousin Sonny lines up about identical with what your sentiment was. And that's usually not the case. No, hardly ever. Hardly, right? In terms of like that type of thing. Usually Cousin Sonny's like, oh my gosh, we suck, we're terrible. Yeah, he's like, kill them all, let God sort them out. Exactly, right? And so he was like, well, what is it then? Because, you know, if 
if that's the the end result, what is it that's disruptive? And I think what it was to me, Mosh, is that there was such a promise of hope. There was such that like uplifted nature, uplifted nature around the season to then finally be to be brought back down again. That's the part that was frustrating, and I, and it was very well illustrated by um, by Vic Tafer, who uh, writes for the Athletic. And Vic Tafer said in a tweet, he said that the Raiders could beat any team and lose to any team has to be more frustrating to fans than when they were terrible. And I think that illustrates it very well. It's because we did these amazing things, but then turned in these incredibly inept performances against bad teams. It's like, it wasn't like we were losing to the Steelers and the Packers and the Titans and the, you know what I mean? Like we weren't losing to the best teams in the NFL. We're losing to the Chargers and to the, the Dolphins Falcons. and the Falcons. And we're squeaking it out by the, by the Jets. And so I think that's what it was, is that we were riding high and then we were let down by some bad performances against bad teams. So I think that's, the, that's where, I, where I, it felt I different. A, I have a theory on that. Okay, I'd love I, to hear my, it. My theory is, and it, and it goes back to it's your fault. <laughs> Everything is. It is. No, I mean, most of the stuff is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But but my my theory on this is is that that you know you started this whole business you you developed the fan cave yeah you had you had our help but <clears throat> this was your brainchild this was this was your whole thing and and you started bringing these people in and you started bringing these guests in and these current writers and they and they'd get and they 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 do the show and then they go get cut and they do the show and then they they it's like it's like you channeled your inner sports illustrated jinx okay well, he, he, even one of our co-hosts got and, cut and then and then, then and thank you for for stealing that thunder pal oh no um yeah so th- so then I'm you go sorry. ahead and you and you cut Swaggy and he just he just put on here. Wait, I got cut. <laughs> no, no, you're you. on you're on COVID restriction. Yeah, you're on the but, you're on the 14 day DL. But the point is, is that this is your fault because at the beginning of the year, all you could talk about was, man, we just got to get through these five games. We just got to get. Ah, we just got to right, know. right, right. Yes. And, and if I had access to the to the video and I knew how to work a computer, I'd go back and pull those <laughs> things up. <laughs> But you, you, you went in there and you said, oh, we got to get through. And when we did, when we did do it and we came out smelling like a rose, we fell in that pile of poop and we came out smelling like a rose. And the next thing you know, we're smelling like that pile of poop because yeah. we got all the second half of our season. You know, and I'm, and I'm making fun of you and poking Jess, but, but seriously, we all bought into your line. We all bought into that. Let's come out of this three and two, or you know what I mean? A strong three and two. Let's go into let's, the bye. Let's go into the bu- above 500. And then we got the, the second half of the season. We is a cakewalk and we'll be 12 and three and blah, 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 blah. And we all bought into that. And you weren't the only Raider fan that was doing that. All of Raider Nation did that. I did it. Sonny did it. Swaggy did it. Q did it. We all looked at our schedule and went, oh, this is the year. This is the year. And those after the and, and up through the bye week, we're going, dude, it's magic, man. It's magic. And we were the last team to really get hit by COVID. Of course, when we finally got hit, we got hit got hard, hard. You know? Well, that coupled so, with injuries, and you know, Sonny asked me the question about what I thought 
was the biggest reason. I thought player availability. I mean, that was to me that was the the biggest reason that the that the Raiders fell off the way that they did. And you could attribute that to COVID and, and the injuries and you know all that stuff. I mean, heck, we got Richie Incognito for what a handful of snaps yeah, the whole year yeah, and, for one set of downs. Exactly. So anyway, so. Appreciate that, Mosh. It's good, good feedback, good conversation there. And uh, I want to also acknowledge Pirate 1975 with the $1.99 donation there. Appreciate you, Pirate 1975. And, uh, yeah, all that Super Chat money, 100% of that will go to the One Nation Foundation. So let's talk a little bit about some highlights, Mosh. So yeah, when, yeah, yeah. So when we look at what the Raiders did this year, look, I, again, we, we're not thrilled with 8-8. Eight and eight. Nobody should be. Al Davis wasn't. We won't be either. But I think that if technically we, it's a notch higher, it's, we've improved all three years in terms of record, um, but also our stats really aren't that bad. So when we look at what this, the, the, there's only one on here that's glaring to me. When we look at the Raiders versus their opponents throughout the course of the season, total first downs, the Raiders had 359, our opponents had 381. Third down conversions, the Raiders had 91, our opponents had 100. Fourth down conversions, we had 16. Our opponents had 14. Off, uh, total offensive yards, we had 6,133. Our opponents had 6,225. It's 50-50 ball, It, it kind of vibes the whole – and I won't bore you with all these numbers, but, like, if you go down from sacks, touchdowns, passing yards, all the time of possession, all these things are relatively close within, like, handfuls of numbers of yeah, one another. Yeah, yeah, It's all very close, except one. Our freaking turnover ratio was negative 11. Wow. That's awful. You can't turn the ball over that much and expect to have success in the league. You know, look, in touchdowns, we scored 48 touchdowns this year. Our opponents scored 55. Well, don't you know those 55, that, that extra seven touchdowns, I don't know. I didn't go through each and every single one, but that's a result of turning the ball over. Like, that's the reason that those things get a little cattywampus on you. So, But the good news is, is that minus the turnovers, our numbers aren't that bad. When you look so, at how we performed, and because not only did we perform well against our opponents, but who did we play? Buffalo, Cleveland, New Orleans, the Chiefs twice. Like, we played good football teams. And, and, and you know, you, 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 we can say all we want, and the chat's going crazy because Swaggy's in there spouting on about Marcus and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but, but the point is this. Look at our points scored versus our points given up, and and you look what is our what is our average Murph? What is our average n- amount of points scored? Take take the take the highest and the lowest and throw them out like they do in school. You know, take that Falcons game out of there and take that blowout that we had. Uh, uh, anyway, I don't remember who it was, but you know we're scoring enough points to win in the NFL. We just don't have a defense. We might as well just say, what do you guys want? Three or do you want seven? Because we're going to put our, our offense back out. Uh, right, exactly. You know, and, and, and so you can't do that. You can't, we, we can't just, we can't just go flush and we can't just go flush in DC and say it's all his fault because it ain't. Yeah, he screwed up a bunch, a lot this year, but he also made some amazing, had some amazing games. So, but when you got, when you're getting drilled, when your opponent scores every freaking time they get the ball, you know, what is I, it? You got the numbers. I got the numbers here. And so, and I'm going to get into Derek Carr too, but Mosh, you're, you're dead on. And we didn't have a chance to even review going into this show. This just, and this is how we vibe on this stuff. Okay. So team stats, points four for the Raiders, 434. 
points against, 478. The Raiders offense, top 10 in points yeah. scored. Yeah. The Raiders defense, 30th in points allowed. Who was right. behind us? I don't know. I'm just I don't, curious. I don't have the list. Okay. I just have the number right. of where we where we rank. Um, yards. The Raiders are eighth in the league in yardage in terms of offensive production. Wow. Twenty fifth defensively. There's only well, we we finished top ten a lot of categories. Passing yards, we were seventh. Um, uh, let's see, touchdowns, rushing touchdowns, we were sixth. Like, we had a lot of good numbers here offensively. Um, There's 18, te- 18 teams go into the playoffs, right? Nine on each side? S- no, it's seven, seven, on, each, seven, seven on each side. Seven, so yeah. 14 teams go into the, into the playoffs, and we finished in the top 10 in all of our offensive categories and the bottom four in all of our defensive categories. Duh. Yeah. There no was wonder we're not there. There's only one. Okay, so we finished, like, you know, first downs allowed, we were 27th in the league. Um, you know, passing yards, we were 26th. Uh, interceptions, we were 23rd. Like, you know, rushing touchdowns, we allowed 30. Like, Or we were not allowed 30, excuse me. We allowed 20, which is 30th in the league. So we were at the bottom rung on all the defensive categories. Except one, we're dead in the middle. And that's the best category. You want to take a wild guess. And out of all the categories, so this is like, Passing yards, completions, touchdowns, interceptions, rushing yards, rushing touchdowns, like all the different little breakdowns. There's one, and this was interesting to me. I was like, huh, like I wouldn't have thought that. But there's one of these categories we finished 16. We finished right in the middle. It ain't sacks. It's definitely not sacks. um, What is it? Uh, So passing touchdowns. No kidding. Yeah, we only allowed 28, which is good for 16th in the league. So as much as our secondary was maligned, they really were right in the middle of the pack in terms of touchdowns as far as points allowed goes from that aspect. So what's good about that for us is that really, I mean, that's something to build on. If, they're, if they finish 16th in like two or three of these other categories, and this is what Sonny's point was, we're winning football games. Like we're not that far off when you look right, at right, right. You know what right. I mean? When you look at that, it's really not that not not that far off. So interesting stuff there. So let's go to the You so, know, and and, I, and I'm hoping please. that we learn something. Murph, I'm hoping that we learn that that okay, so in the first 3 years of the of the 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 Gruden Mayock of of this new regime and this and the way that they're drafting and the way that the people that they're bringing in and blah 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 and all this stuff and and, and, and we know now that we, we know where we got to focus we know we, we, yes. we and, and we've started focusing we I mean we 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 got we got Abram we got we got Max we've got you know we got we Max. got we <laughs> we got F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L you know, we we, we we got these folks, but and, and and somebody in the somebody in the chat said, "Yeah, now we just need defensive coordinators and coaches that can put these guys to that level, that can shine those diamonds." You know, those I guys they, they got they got it. They just know they they need to have somebody to show them how to use it. I totally agree, Mosh. That's a great call out, and I think that. You know, and that's coming from a coach. It's from a guy that, that's a lifetime coach. And look, I, I, I understand our defense is bad, and this is not the Murph apologizing for the defense segment, but when you're good enough to beat Kansas City and Cleveland and, yeah. and New Orleans, like if you're good enough to beat literally the best quarterbacks and offenses, not, I'm not calling Baker Mayfield the best quarterback, but, I'm, but I am talking about um, freaking Drew Brees and, and, and Patrick Mahomes. If you're good enough to beat those quarterbacks and those offense, anybody see Alvin Kamara score six touchdowns the other night? Yeah. It's yeah. not like the Saints don't have a good offense. Seriously. And we beat that football team. Like, so 
if that if that defense is capable of it, well, then why isn't that defense capable of handling the Falcons? Now, that's a deeper question, and that's meant for people that are professional coaches and whatnot. But point being, though, is that if we're good enough to do to beat one, we should be darn well good enough to beat the other. So I think that's a matter of more of it is coaching than it is personnel. So some people may disagree, and, and that's fair, but I think that's a lot more logical explanation of what's going on okay to go back to the offense because i think this is important um get off Derek's junk man like this is not a Derek carr see like this like can somebody make a fair argument for well it might be good for him and it might be good for the team if he gets a fresh start we get to i don't know that's that's that that's a different conversation versus did he cost us football games I think he did, but he cost us W's this year. He didn't cost us L's. Did now? Do I like to see the guy go 0 for 10 on third down? No. You know, like I mean, do I like to? You know, we want to see those things. Does he make mistakes here and there? Yes, absolutely. But he's like also a human being. Dan Marino made mistakes. Rich Gannon made mistakes. Joe Montana, like you know what I mean? Like all it, quarterbacks it, it, make mistakes. They're, more, they're not these. Kenny Stabler through a crap ton of interceptions in his career. So, like, they're going to make mistakes throughout the course of the regular season. He's not impervious to that. But what's the majority of his play look like? That's what's important. And, Mosh, the majority of his play this year in the 2020 season, based on his career rank for his own rank, his own performance, 4,103 yards is the most he's ever thrown for. His quarterback rating was higher than it's ever been at 101.4. He threw 30 total touchdowns. That's second best in his career. 256 yards per game. That's second best in his career. And he had five game-winning drives, including 21 fourth-quarter comebacks. Best in the guy's career. Like What more could you ask for? I mean, seriously. One on the East Coast, one in cold weather, beat KC at Arrowhead, Box check, box check, box check. Like, I'm, this ain't Derek's freaking fault, man. Like, Foxy Scorpio says, yeah, but Stabler was drunk. <laughs> no, but, but you know, no, seriously, though, it, it wasn't our offensive coordinator that got fired halfway through the season. Yeah, right. You know? It, yeah. it, I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. Absolutely. So, uh, also, so just kind of give you some more numbers real quick. So, uh, so pro bowlers, we had two of them. Uh, both on offense, and we had, of course, Josh Jacobs. Um, Lumpy. Oh, my gosh. If you haven't seen the picture of old J.J.'s forehead oh after my he gosh. skidded 300 <laughs> feet and slammed into a wall at the airport. Uh, Come on, Josh. I, it's all right. Hey, you know what? You know, well, we made stupider mistakes when we were kids. Just going to say. Ask any of my ex-wives or the child support, I think. <laughs> You know, I'm, no, I mean, seriously, come on. Well, look, at he's a young man and, you know, and I, I don't I don't agree with drinking and driving at all. I, I'm totally against it. But I'm also I'm also 100 percent a forgiving soul because I know what I did and I know what I I know the mistakes I made that I didn't get caught for, you know, and those are the ones I thank God for every day because, you know, <sighs> It could have been any of us. Absolutely. It, it, and, and, you know, we've, we've just, through, through the through aging process, have learned that Uber is a lot easier. And, you know, um, I've Ubered home from here before. You know, yeah, I mean, and yeah. it's, 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 it's just the way to go, you know? Absolutely. It's, so he'll learn from this. He'll <laughs> learn from this. And he's got Waller to teach him. Absolutely. Great you know? point, Mosh. That's an excellent point. Yeah. And you know what? Because you're right. It's easy for us to look back. 
you know, here I am at 47 years old. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're at retirement age. Like we can look back on our life and like, you know, and we can be all judgy from these chairs, but we're not going to be man. Like, you know, look, we, and, and I, everything Mosh said, uh, I hold my hand up too. Like I've done a lot of things that were, were dumb and had to learn lessons, some the hard way and some I got away with, but still learned from them. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it happens, man. And it's not, it's not to exonerate him. Um, but I tell my boys this all the time and it's a lesson I learned from Mosh and, and from the freaking Bible. Like you are going to make mistakes in your life. Um, and that's not that it's okay, but it's, you're going to, cause you're not perfect, but it's about the redemption. And that's what we're, it's, what do you do about it? What do you do to correct what your mistakes were? And no better example, as Mosh mentioned, than Darren Waller, uh, inside the Raider facility. Darren Waller is your other pro bowler for the Raiders this season. He is your receiving leader how awesome. awesome your tight end is your and it's not look and this isn't like oh my gosh our wide receiver sucked so our tight end's the best pass catcher on the team no we have good wide receivers and still this guy balled out to the to, uh, to the tune of 107 catches uh 1196 yards and nine touchdowns mosh <laughs> Just freaking crushed just it. Just crazy. And uh, those, those catches he was making were just oh, unbelievable. The one-handed catch oh. over the shoulder, man, just absolutely oh. beautiful, man. And so your uh, your other two leading receivers, Hunter Renfro and Nelson Aguilar, Mosh. Um, I was surprised Hunter Renfro is the leading wide receiver Wow, on the team. That's crazy. You, know, you would think Aguilar, because Aguilar's got way more yards. Yeah. He's got almost 900 yards where Hunter's only got 650, but Hunter has uh, eight more catches. And um, how many more first downs? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I, seriously. Yeah, seriously, yeah. Third and, and Renfro, man. Absolutely. It would, of course, and then Aguilar had the eight touchdowns versus Renfro's two, so that's why we just equated it automatically maybe with, with Aguilar. But no, sure enough, it's, uh, it, it's, uh, it's Hunter Renfro. Mosh, all right, so another maligned player at times this year has been Jonathan Abram. Like, he's gotten some crap. You know, people want to look at his pro football focus rating, and they want to be like, oh, and he's he's plays reckless, and he's always out of position, and he's this and he's okay. that. Yeah, okay, well, so are a lot of players, man. And so, and I don't mean that as, like, to apologize for the guy. This was his rookie year. This was his, this de- was his rookie this year. This is his de facto rookie year. And does he need to play with a little bit more discipline? Yes. But when also, the guys around the ball constantly, and that's an, uh, you know, a, a trait you can't coach like that ab- ability to read what's going on and to react to it uh, on short notice and it's evident by our leading tacklers because i didn't i didn't think about this until i started putting these things together tonight jonathan abram your leading tackler no kidding for the, at las vegas but, but how many games did we sit on the couch and go look there's abrams <coughs> excuse me yeah absolutely right He was at the ball every time, every time, every time. No matter where he was on the field when the tackle was happening, he was there to either finish it off, pile on, get involved somehow, talk crap, you know, whatever. (laughs) Whatever he had to do to be the, the best Raider he could, he did it. Absolutely. And, you know, and so, and so speaking of that, not only did he lead in solo tackles, but he leaded, leaded, he leaded, leaded the word. (laughs) It is now. It is now. So he leaded in combined tackles also. Um, you know, so he had 80, 86 combined tackles, 60 solo tackles. Um, man, just an absolute baller this year. And I'm, I'm a big fan of Jonathan Abram. Uh, he is my favorite of the young players. I love his old school mentality. Dude had Willie Brown on his cleats in the last game. Like, come on, man. Like, I, I freaking love the kid. Ugh. I call him a kid because I'm old enough too now. Yeah. Um, your sack leader, Mosh, you know this. Mosh. 
Max. We love Max around here. Uh, yes, Max the Condor. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down. And- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Max, of course, is your sack leader. And here's... You want to let's let's uh, we won't call these problems or challenges. We'll call these areas of opportunity. Mike. Okay. Yeah. So the area of opportunity for us when we look Ooh. at the sacks and the defensive performance, we have Max Crosby was our sack leader with seven sacks. Seven. He should have had that in one game. <laughs> he almost did because like six of those came in like the first half of the year, right? And then it, we fall off a cliff after that. Uh, Nick Morrow with three, Carl Nassib with two and a half, Kendall Vickers with two, and uh, and and Clee. F to the E to the R, oh. E to the L, L with two, man. Just not not good sack production there. Uh, we really need a lot of help there. Mosh, your interception leader, just as we get through the, the finish off these defensive stats. Okay. Your uh, interception leader, Jeff Heath, with with three of them. I love it. He had two in one game. Two in one game. Yeah. And, uh, and Jonathan Abram. We had a couple to go along with Trayvon Mullen. And, uh, and then the last one I'll give you, special teams. Oh. Special teams were good this year. Yeah. Daniel Carlson... So he only missed two kicks all year long. So he wow. was 18 for 18 under 29 yards. He was 8 for 8 for 30 to 39 yards. He was 4 for 4 from 50 or more. Wow. And he only missed two from 40 to 49. He, missed, he was 3 of 5 from 40 to 49. Uh, and, then, uh, and then A.J. Cole on the year at 44 punts for 1,900 yards and an, uh, his long of 63 and an average of 44 wow. uh, a kick. So good stuff there uh, from, from, from the Raiders, man. And, you know, look, like, yes, it was a challenging year, but there's a lot more, I think, that we can do, um, uh, to, to, a lot more to take away from the positives. Like I always say, uh, I, let's talk about the Raiders that are and not the Raiders that aren't. Like what the Raiders are today, they're 8-8, eight and eight, they're improving, we have a solid, you know, quarterback. We have, I understand the debate around John Gruden at times, but an improving team under John Gruden. We have Mike Mayock, who's proved himself in drafts. We have a young nucleus. I think it's time to have another strong draft, fill back in with a little bit of free agency. There's a lot of really good free agents that are on defense this year. I want us to get J.J. Watt. I, I agree with Ryan Miller brought that in. I love that guy. J.J. Watt would be awesome. uh, J.J. Watt. I just don't want to be thinking around the money because he nah, costs like $17 he, yeah, million. Dollars. Yeah, 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 no, but it would be fun. It sure would be fun. Absolutely, yeah. So, okay, so before we hit, hit a break here, Mosh, give me your give me give me give me one or two guys offensive or defensive maybe who's your who's your team MVPs this year and chat room we want to hear yours too. Uh, I gotta go. I, I'm gonna you know I'm I'm gonna take the popular vote. I'm gonna go with Waller on offense. You yeah, know, and, that's and, a good one. And, I mean, yeah. I just and I love the fact that there was so many good receivers out there. You know, I loved Renfro and I, but but just just the the dynamics of the catches that he made was just it was unbelievable, unbelievable. man. It was just unbelievable. And and I'm going to take the unpopular opinion. I lo- I love what Q Dog says. He goes, Abrams got the uh, the discipline of a of a sailor on shore leaving the Philippines. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> I could almost relate to that. So, you know, I, 
<laughs> as an airman on as, like, as as an, an, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I kind of I, 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 I like I just love him man I just love I love the flashbacks I get when this yeah. guy plays man I he's just, that raider he embodies that raider he's, he's what I grew up with you know yes. he said he's that trash talking hard hitting playing with reckless abandon you know just just balls to the walls every time the ball is snapped before and after the whistle you know he's just and we used to we used to kid and laugh and joke about that in the 70s about oh yeah we were the uh, the the most penalized team in pro sports again this year yeah 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 you know so i don't know those those are my two like it oh, well just to give I, I, it's it's i won't even bother giving you another answer on offense because it's Waller is the answer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, Josh Jacobs had a nice year, but you're talking about a thousand yards versus a guy that is literally the leader right. on the team. Like, I mean, just yeah, it's Waller. Um, but defensively, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go off off the off the uh, the chart maybe a little bit to some people, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go Nicholas Morrow. Okay. Nicholas Morrow, okay. I mean, Kwiatkowski and Littleton were signed to be the guys, and I think that Kwiatkowski proved his his value. Uh, jury's out, I think, on Littleton. Uh, let's not, you know, totally, you know, cash out on him yet. I think that with a, with a, with a different coordinator, I think we're going to see a lot different of a play, uh, a lot different play out of him. Um, so although I wasn't thrilled with the way that he looked on, on defense, I think that it, uh, it's understandable some of the challenges, especially after we heard some of the comments from, from our buddy Will Compton and what position that those linebackers were put in. So even – Ooh, Anthony, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but ah, Kwiatkowski. Well, uh, but, you know, there's a there's a guy that shined a lot. He, not as much. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt, but, but not as much as Morrow. But he did. He did have some man. He had some great plays, yes. and you know that interception that he had and things like that. Very dynamic player. But here's the thing that that sealed it for me when I read this stat: Raiders pending free agent Nicholas Morrow was the only player in the NFL this season. With three or more sacks and nine or more passes defended, Morrow says he'd like to stay with the Raiders in 2021. And I think that's huge yeah. because what is the biggest challenge for us is handling Travis Kelsey, handling Hunter Henry, right, right, handling right. these tight ends. We need linebackers that can cover. And so a guy that can cover and get to the quarterback, I'll take him. Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He throws. It is. All right, so one of our favorite parts of the show is when we get to hear from you, Raider Nation. This is a segment we call the Sea of Fans Mailbag, and you can contact us one of two ways. You can call us and leave us a voicemail at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Or you can leave us an email, and you can send that to us at show, which is S-H-O-W, at RaidersFanRadio.com. Send us an email an indefinite amount of times or get your voicemail played uh, three or more times on the 
the show and you become a made man or made woman. And uh, we will uh, honor you on the, on the show with that. And so uh, we've actually got a new made man to get to tonight. And so to kick off this segment, we always go to the emails and Uncle Mosh leads that for us. Uncle Mosh, what do we got tonight? Dear RFR, what a disappointing season. Yet again, six and three going blow for blow with the defending Super Bowl champs only to fall flat on our beep. This time is so close, I could feel it. But until Chucky gets a staff that wants to win, we aren't going anywhere anytime soon. For everyone who wants to blame DC, lay off. This collapse isn't his fault. Our defense is atrocious. Salt and pepper didn't cook because Farrell has, was always hurt. He needs to get with his trainers and get healthy. Abrams needs to watch the film and work on his coverage because he is terrible in coverage, but amazing in run support. Anyway, I'm done ranting. Here's to the offseason and hoping the Chiefs fall flat on their ass. One Nation, <laughs> Raider Nation, Daniel Mengus. P.S. Prayers up, swag COVID sucks. And I hope you and your wife show COVID they messed with the wrong couple. Well, you know what? They did. They're feeling better, and they got their smell and their taste back, and we're thankful for that. So yes. thank you, Mangus. Absolutely. Appreciate you. The potty mouth Mangus, Daniel that was Mangus. The, uh, it's all the same. Yo, what's up, Murph? Swaggy and the one and only Uncle Mosh. Happy New Year's. I hope everyone is safe and in good health. Well, 2020 is behind us, and the Raiders season was a direct reflection of the world. Started off with so much promise only to be stricken by tragedy and stupidity. I started the year at the gym. You know, new year, new me. <laughs> December, I'm putting eggnog on cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> Did I mention I'm lactose intolerant? I, I hope you get that huh? metaphor. <laughs> I spent hours looking for toilet paper since everyone thought it would run out before food. And I was told to wear a mask when I walk into the bank. What I'm saying here is we shouldn't be surprised anything. <laughs> I'm told to wear a mask in the bank. That's funny. Um, sorry. I'm, <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised anything that... <laughs> That happened in the last 10 months. That's just the light stuff. I won't even mention all the dumb political things that divided our country even more. Jeez. We had more things happen this year than I can even remember. It's normal now. Think about it. One second, everyone is watching Tiger King, and the next thing you know, Carol Baskin is on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. On top of she that. She killed her husband. Yeah, she did. She fed him to those tigers. Yep. As we go into our 10th month of this second week lockdown, I'm the only one still mad Taco Bell got rid of the Mexican pizza. <laughs> you combine that with the yeah, Raiders season. <laughs> yeah, but the, the McRib is back, though, so that should help. <laughs> you combine that with a Raiders season meltdown, and you expect me not to go full Bill Burr and start ranting like giant fans at Doug, at Doug Peterson? You need 11 wins to make the playoffs in the AFC and only seven in the NFC. Just imagine if they didn't add that extra wild card. I remember I said in an email earlier this season, a team with a winning record don't make the, won't make the playoffs. All I know is being a Raider fan feels like the Truman Show. The rain, the rain is only falling on us. Yes. Well, and the Cleveland Browns. 
But until this organization fights through the storm, conquer our fears, and finds the exit to leave poor decisions behind us, we will be stuck in this artificial world of that only mojo can explain on when the universe speaks. <laughs> so in the words of Truman Burbank, in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. All love and respect. Ta-da, Raider. Nice. Good job, Ty. Always one of the favorite emailers around here. Yeah, Appreciate he you. Good evening, fellas. Hope you're all well. I'd like to start this week by paying some respect, if I may. Music has been and continues to be the biggest part of my life. My taste varies quite a bit, but the center of my musical universe is Pink Floyd. Nice. So just when you thought you couldn't love Raider-born Rico Moore, his phone call last week was to a Pink Floyd soundtrack. That was amazing. Did you hear that, Mosh? Yeah, oh, yeah. So good. The Raiders and Floyd. Life don't get any better. Thank you, Rico. Also, huge respect and admiration to Michelle Sweat for the work she has done on that pirate ship you revealed last week. What a talent she has. It blew me away. It also got me thinking that every ship deserves an appropriate name. So if I may be so bold, how about the Ombre Caverna? I believe that translates as the man cave in Spanish. Apologies in advance to the Spanish-speaking Raider Nation if it doesn't. Sunday saw us be... There it is. There's the ship. There's the Ombre Caverna. (laughs) I love it. Sunday saw us beat the Colorado home for the bewildered for the second time this season. (laughs) This time in the land of the talking horse. It never gets boring, and despite the ups and downs of the season, sweeping them is always a good thing. Boy, it sure is for me. I have to be honest. I'm still at a loss as to how we did it, though. It's not very often a team wins after four turnovers and so many mistakes. But a win's a win, and I'll gladly take it. I admit, though, I was about to go the full Joe Pesci in Goodfellas had the two-point conversion not succeeded. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you and everybody else in the Raider Nation. Another plus to the win was seeing them retire John Mr. Ed Elway to his donkey sanctuary. I've been waiting for that for about 30 years. So, the season is over. Eight and eight. Isn't that where we wanted to be? It's certainly not what we expected after being 6-3, and three, after one of the toughest early season schedules in living memory. To fail against some of the opposition we faced in the second half of the season is disappointing to say the least. And as we all form our own season reviews, it has left us scratching our heads. A year of ifs, buts, and maybes. There was no middle ground with us over the season. The good was impressive and promising, but when we were bad, it brought us back down to earth with a dull thud. Right up to the last seconds of our final game, we managed to make things harder for ourselves. Would we have won the game had they not called a timeout? Coach Gruden admitted afterwards that we changed personnel three times, total confusion, and the play clock was draining away fast. It all turned out okay in the end, though. At the beginning of the year, I predicted 10-6 and six record with the possibility of 11-5. and five. It turns out I've got a wilder imagination than any of, of my heroes. Stephen King, however, I make no apologies for seeing 16-0 next season. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> the hard work now starts for Coach Gruden and his staff. 
We need to see a defensive coordinator hired quickly so that foundations can start to be laid. At the time of this writing, Ian Rappaport has stated, we've requested permission to interview Gus Bradley of the Chargers. I'd still be sounding out Matt Patricia myself, unless he's looking for another head coaching job, and Wade Phillips seems to be a popular choice amongst a lot of Raider Nation. One thing is for sure, the Raiders have left us with more than enough to discuss during the summer months. It's never dull in Raider Nation. I have now renewed my annual playoff membership to the ABTC Club. That's anybody but the Chiefs. <laughs> I love it. I don't care who wins in the playoffs as long as it's not the Chiefs. If I had a choice, though, I'd like to see the Bills-Packers Super Bowl. I think the Bills look like the real deal this year, and after missing out during the Marv Levy-Jim Kelly years, this could be their time. They can't start this weekend by sending Philip Rivers into early... Uh, I'm sorry. They can start this weekend by sending Philip Rivers into early retirement. I'd also like to see Aaron Rodgers have another go for the Lombardi Trophy, a wonderful player who's been written off numerous times. It would be a great story. It would seem that COVID isn't going down without a fight, and we've now got a, a brutal variant strain to contend with. As a consequence, we've gone into another national lockdown over here in the UK until March. Ooh. Hopefully the previous patterns of infections aren't the same as earlier in the year, and it won't make it to you in the States. But be cautious, folks, and follow the rules. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Scissor Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, five-time, 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 plus one, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Paul! 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 Appreciate you, Paul. Appreciate you uh, always anchoring the email segment for us here at Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, Mosh, uh, before we get on to the voicemails, I want to uh, I want to give respect to everybody watching us on the Facebooks. Uh, Blaine Craig, Jim, uh, uh, let's see, Arizona Raider Nation is in there. Uh, Raider Jeff Haskins is in there. Chris Katie is in there. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, and gals that are joining us on the Facebooks. And yeah, and if you're a Facebooker, uh, you can just uh, find us on Raiders Fan Radio. And every night that we go live with this show we'll be going live there on the facebook's as well as the twitches i can't log on to the twitch from my phone there so actually i probably can but i'm an old guy and i haven't done it yet so um but if so if there's anybody there watching us on twitch what is twitch that's the gaming thing this is the thing that the kids like literally the, the boys said hey dad how come you guys don't do your show on twitch and I'm like, well, that's a gaming thing. That's where people play video games, oh. and then they put themselves in a little box, and so, yeah, yeah, so yeah. the kids log on to Twitch, and they watch other people play games. And I go, well, because it's a gaming thing. And they go, no, Dad, it's like everything now. And I'm like, really? And they go, yeah, they have everything on there. 
So I'm like, wow. Okay. So I signed so us up. So we're twitching. For, so we're twitching right now. Yeah. yeah. So we're twitching. So uh, so appreciate any of you on the Twitch and, of course, the Facebook and YouTube, of course. And, uh, Mosh, who's in the chat room tonight? Oh, my gosh. On the YouTube. Uh, all kinds of Twitchers. Uh, Pirate 1975, <laughs> Raider Born Rico, Kill Jadis, Watts Raider, Franklin 83, Cute Dog, and woo, 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 Ron the Mater Raider, ta-da, the Raider Critique. The Critique, excuse me. Lencho, uh, I don't know, Raider, Raider Trey, I don't know what happened to Swaggy. Uh, did I say Pirate 1975? Yeah, Swaggy man. got mad at us. Oh, Swaggy mad? <laughs> yeah, What's he mad about now? He was mad because he got, he got put on the DL. Because <laughs> 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 he's on the DL and you're immune to COVID, so he's mad. Oh, man. <laughs> don't jinx me. Don't say that's I'm immune. What, no, that's what he said in the thing. Oh, is that uh, what yeah, he said? Yeah, I'm just repeating what he, he said. He said Uncle yeah. Mosh is immune to COVID yeah, and I'm yeah, on the yeah. DL? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Swag. We love you, brother. All right, uh, appreciate that, Uncle Mosh. And uh, so, all right, so let's jump into these voicemails. Uh, so we always kick off this segment, which uh, which starts with our captain. Uh, he is Aaron the Q Dog Raider, and you can be like Aaron and call us anytime nine zero nine three four five three three four six. And if we play your mess, oh, play your message three times, you become a made man. We got a new one to get to tonight, and Mosh, I'm so glad you're here because you are a huge influence on me for my wrestling fandom. Like I always yeah. kind of liked wrestling, but it wasn't until um, you and I started watching it together and going to wrestling events right, and all right, that, right. like my fandom for wrestling, like rocketed away and, and we kind of ebb and flow with it. Like sure. we, it'll like after the super bowl, we kind of ramp up to right, get right, to right. WrestleMania and stuff. And so, um, but uh, we love wrestling and we love like old school wrestling. All right. So, you know, we got Kill Jadis that does Ra Macho, Raider Macho right, Savage, right, right? right? Or Macho, whatever, Macho Man Raider Savage. That, then there's the new guy that does Silver Macho Savage. Right. So those two guys are going at it. Well, now there's, a, there's another twist that's coming up. Uh -oh. and, and And we haven't, like, as this wrestling thing has started to kind of take over, you haven't been here the last couple shows uh -huh. to hear it. So I'm so glad you're here now. You're going to love these tonight. I, it gives us something to do in the offseason. Exactly. And it's so <laughs> fun. Like, and, and not just these guys, but, like, the Sizzler tonight, which the Sizzler, that's the, the award we give to the best email or phone caller uh, throughout the course of the night in the Sea of Fans mailbag. The Sizzler tonight, you're going to have your work cut out for you. Uh -oh. All right, I'm going to get my It's tough. So, all right. So, all that said, the guy that's ineligible to win the Sizzler because he won it too many times, and now he's the captain. He's the leader of the crew of the made men and the made women. Uh, we call him Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, and uh, let's check in with him to lead the segment off. Greetings. Don Murph, Consigliere Marsh on the boss, Sonny, Sergeant Arms, the Sizzler, Big Raider Trucker, Mojo for When the Universe Speaks, Ramon the Mean King, Swag Jeff, Ron the Mater Raider, Nation. Our Las Vegas Raiders are not losers. In typical fashion, the Raiders had to fight to finish 500. Happy New Year. Max Axel of Raider Ramble wrote, um, you know, there are three likely scenarios about to occur this offseason. Number one being the Raiders keep car and draft a rookie. The reason... Uh, this may not happen is it's unlikely the DC4 will be cool with the Raiders drafting someone he's going to have to train a la Brett Favre. Also, it's probably not going to happen because the Raiders, you know, they want to keep DC4's $23 million salary whenever they can only uh, be on the hook for $2 million of dead money if they traded or released DC4. Plus, I have previously stated, so high, DC4 has trade value, especially for teams that are in need of a quarterback. New England, Indy, Chicago, Detroit, Denver, the Jets, the Rams, San Francisco, New Orleans, Charlotte, you get the point. Um, the way that uh, he's played this year, you know, I mean, he's 
obviously garnered enough uh, respect throughout the league to uh, possibly garner a second-round pick in trade. Um, number two, uh, the next most likely scenario, obviously, is if uh, the Raiders uh, end up trading DC4 and signing a veteran QB. Um, a rookie, you know, if we draft, uh, can possibly sit behind him and learn the game better, a la State Farm reps, uh, Pat Mahomes or uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, this scenario is viable as they already have signed Marcus Mariota uh, to a two-year contract last year. This could work because MMA looked efficient in running Gruden's offense in Week 15. Um, now, moving forward, there's the most likely scenario, number three. Um, DC4 seems to have the ear of Chucky, obviously. It's almost like they're friends at points, but, you know, DC4 ends up starting week one in 2021. Technically speaking, uh, he's done enough for Gruden in the front office to deserve another shot with an improved defense in tow. Now let's talk about draft picks. Mayock and Gruden, they need to sign a first-round Sam linebacker. And I know the Raiders never sign linebackers, but Notre Dame's Jeremiah Owusu Koromua. I'm working on my African, y'all. However, the silver and black also need help rushing the passer, and that's why we might have to look at actually going at Aziz Ojolari. Um, he could prove to be the boost immediately coming out of Georgia. At 6'3", 240 pounds, the defensive end put up notable numbers at Georgia, but not Josh Allen numbers as a junior in 2020. You know, looking at the draft network, this cat named Jordan Reed said that Ojolari has a versatile defensive end that can basically operate anywhere on the defensive line, and his overall speed, versatility, and hands are his biggest attributes, all of which the Raiders can use immediately. At cornerback, Paulson Adebo out of Stanford. This cat is six foot one. He didn't play this past season, but whenever he did play in 2018 and 2019, out of uh, whatever his name is, a mass eight interceptions, <laughs> five tackles for loss, and 27 passes defended. The Draft Network's Dre Harris noted that Adebo is a good pass defender and has above-average tackling prowess. Let's talk about uh, Nelly. Wide receiver Nelson Aguilar has had a career year by any measure for the Raiders this past 2020. But after signing a one-year deal, you know, it might be in our best interest, you know, to make this cat one and done. Let him test the market. All indications are that he might want to get out there and see what his market value so far, Aguilar has hauled in 47 receptions for 839 yards and a career-high eight touchdowns. Moreover, he's currently tied with tight end Darren Waller for the most receiving touchdowns. All admirable. Vic Tafer of The Athletic says that even though there is mutual interest in uh, the Raiders and uh, Nelly once again re-upping for 2021, um, there's other needs. I mean, flat out, um, they can quickly get out of the red by uh, parting ways uh, with players such as uh, Tyrell Williams, Gabe Jackson, LaMarcus Joyner, and Trent Brown. Currently we're $7.8 million or $7.6 million over the cap. You figure this stuff out. Uh, the Raiders D-line may have all the needed replacements for the piss-poor 2020 products on the roster. Uh, the first order of business, obviously, is to get in a defensive coordinator. However, uh, Gruden could opt to bring back Rod Marinelli, which I'm not opposed to um, who's coaching on an interim basis. Either way, the defensive line needs help and the silver black hope to improve on defense. Um, the Raiders, their brass has put their heads together and I believe in Mike Mayock and currently having an interesting dilemma on his hands. 
the Raiders could have already, you know, had the answer. It's plausible that much of the defensive struggles uh, fall on Gunther's inability to maximize the talent he had. I Maybe agree. Marinelli totally. can, you know, make something happen next year, you know, with the players already on the roster. Vic Beasley, Tack McKinley, David Irving, all joined the silver and black midseason. Regrettably, none of these guys had an impact largely due to injury. All three have potential. Two are former first-round picks. We all know Gruden loves his uh, vets. Beasley's 2019 season with the Atlanta Falcons is statistically better than anything that any defensive lineman has put up this particular season. That season, Beasley compiled eight tackles for loss and eight sacks and had 12 quarterback hits. McKinley showed promise during his first three seasons in the NFL, and that span, McKinley collected 17.5 sacks, 12 forced fumbles, and a whole host of other, you know, admirable traits. Um, no offense. This guy had the nerve in order to basically call See out that? on Monday Jim O'Neill, our assistant coach, for unprofessional moves for giving the people's elbow after he caught a pass <laughs> leading into our sideline. <laughs> hey, that's what the Raiders do. If you don't like it, F you. Happy birthday <laughs> goes out to Ron the Mater Raider. Belated, of course. And, of course, congratulations to Ramon the Mean King, who actually uh, held down his married. Uh, fiance and actually got married. Congratulations. I don't know what him and his uh, fiance have been doing up in the uh, Death Star, but they've been there an awful lot. And let's just say they come back with a change of clothes each time. Uh, the hit list, of course, Twitter. The entire 2020 Las Vegas Amen. Raiders defenses. Uh, team not named Condor, Hurst, Kwiatkowski, or Mullen. Uh, Anthony Lynn, Doug Maroney. And as usual, Mike Dicker, this goes out to the made men. We're- All right. Appreciate Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. That's for Yeah, congratulations, Ramon. Uh, Max, my boo. Max. What's up, Max? I'm sure she's out there watching. Uh, lurking in the chat. She doesn't uh, type often, but always lurking there. Um, she, uh, Her and I were talking the other day, and she goes, did one of your made people, did, did they get married? I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, I saw a thing on Facebook, and... I think he got married. She goes, is one of them Ramon? And I go, yeah. I go, Raider Ramon, he's the meme king. He's like yeah. one of the, like the, the part of the inner circle around here. Yeah. And she goes, I think he got married. And so sure enough, I went on and looked because I'm kind of like, like, I don't Facebook much. Right, just, right, right. Just to further show stuff or whatever. So anyways, I went on there and looked. Sure enough, it had, had Ramon in his last name, and it was married to Holly and his la- and her la- and say that same last name. And I'm like, all right, right on. I'm like, oh, that's R- awesome. Ramon much and, respect. Much respect, Ramon and Mrs. Ramon. So congratulations, man. Nice, Absolu- nice. Absolutely. Hey, I got to correct. I got to correct Raider Rue on a little something though. Oh, yeah, okay. Raider Rue. He says now Mosh agrees, but when I was all, I hate Gunther. Mosh was all, it's but Gunther's fault. No, but he's not bad. Well, Raider Rue. I don't oh. hate Gunther. Oh. I hope he gets another job. I, I'm just saying that I don't hate my former defensive coordinator, but I'm 100% behind my current defensive hey. coordinator. Big difference. Big difference. There you go. There you go. You have, don't forget now, Mosh has got these in the fraternity of coaches over That's there. Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Here we go. All right. Next up, let's get to our buddy uh, uh, down there in that one city. Mosh, you, you know the city. Raider Vesto, you already know the city. Well, <laughs> Raiders ended up 8-8, eight eight, uh, an improvement on from the 7-9 season. But nonetheless, a disappointing way to end the season. I'm sorry, now 6-3, being several playoff teams. I mean, several teams that are in the playoffs now. And ended up 8-8. Eight eight. Only winning two games after being 6-3. Anyway, can't focus on that now because now it is 2021, a new year, and the offseason begins. 
Now, look for a defensive coordinator has started with Raheem Morris, the interim head coach of the Falcons, which would be interesting. Gus Bradley from the Chargers, and I don't trust anyone from the Chargers coming to the Raiders. Probably going to blow it at the end of the, at the, end of the game. You know, we've seen that several times this year. After several years already. But anyway, the point is, you know, I haven't heard anything about Wade Phillips, but no matter who comes in as a defensive coordinator, I don't know if people have been mentioning this, but the Raiders need a culture change, an entire culture change on defense, because this is pathetic of how his defense has played since 2003. You know, the so many flags of holding, so many pass interferences. Yeah, we could say blame the rest, but either way it comes down to the Raiders' defense has not been disciplined. They don't play with urgency. They don't play with aggression. You know, I know the Raiders can't play the way they did in the 70s or the 80s, but you can still play with some aggressiveness and follow the rules. Raiders need a leader that is willing to do that. You know, show Jonathan Abram you cannot be doing that dumb, sorry, pardon my language, that dumb shit you always do, ca- causing more penalty flags and losing yards on the field. You can't do that. I know you bring that intensity, but in the game when the playoffs are on the line like the Colts game, you can't do stuff like that. I understand, you know, Jonathan Abram, this is his full season. This is the full season he has played, so technically he was a rookie this season. But anyway, Raiders... Defensive, the next defensive coordinator needs to set a culture change, needs to set a tone, needs to be a leader, needs to be well prepared because I don't want another Paul Gunther coming in not knowing what the hell he's doing. As Will Compton said on in that interview, it wasn't very well prepared, and I believe that. It looked like that. Too. Yep. Uh, but anyway, you know, it's good the Raiders won one. You know, the last time the Raiders won the final game of the season, I graduated sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm 21 now, so I'm about to graduate college, so ain't that something, huh? But anyway, uh, just hopefully the Chiefs don't make it to the Super Bowl again. I, those damn jackasses, I don't want to see them win another ring. They can win another ring after we win it, right? How about that? But the point is, as always, go Raiders. All right, there he is, Raider Beto, man, from, from You Know the City. You know, interesting there, so he mentioned the name Gus Bradley, and I, Gus Bradley was the architect of the Legion of Boom, and, and yeah. I love, I think Gus Bradley would be an excellent candidate. He was the first one I thought of when the Raiders said they were going to consider looking at, at, at outside coaches, and we know Gus, of course, most recently with the Los Angeles Chargers. And, you know, some of the responses that I've heard have been like, well, Gus is, you know, it's a different NFL now. Well, no, it's not. Like, don't forget, the Legion of Boom was the one of the first, you know, hard hitting defenses that removed the head from tackling. Like, those guys were not headhunters. Look at Cam Chancellor and Richard Sherman and Earl Thomas and those guys. They weren't out there leading with their helmet. They were taking their helmet out and their head out of the play, out of the tackle. And that's a, a Pete Carroll thing. And I won't get into the weeds on it, but it's actually a technique that we used to coach in youth football because it's a fabulous technique. So it's very apropos. Like, it's, it definitely will translate. And here's the other thing. Gus Bradley in the last six seasons as a defensive coordinator in the NFL, his defenses have finished in the top 10 in either yards allowed or points allowed. Nice. Okay, now why is that so important? Because of, Mosh, if we go back to all those numbers that we talked about in the beginning, what were the Raiders this year? They were 30th in points allowed, and they were 25th in yards. Well, if you move one of those numbers to a top 10, 
what do you think yeah, our overall yeah, record looks yeah, like? Yeah. Right? Like, that's a big deal. So I think Gus Bradley would be an excellent choice for defensive coordinator. All right, Mosh, here we go. Here we, we're going to really lean into the to the big, big production. A uh, lot of fun, man. These calls are an absolute blast. Hope you love it, Raider Nation. I had a blast putting it together today. And so thankful for everybody that, that takes the time to call in. And the, the amount of work that you're now putting into your calls is absolutely incredible. And we're going to kick it off with our buddy up there in Alaska, Kill Jadis. Oh, yeah. It's the Macho Man Raider Savage here. And today, we're going to do a special interview. So please welcome my special guest today, John Elway. Yeah. Welcome, John Elway. I know, I know. It's all supposed to be interviewed by the Macho Man Raider Savage here. But let me first off. Ask you a question here. How does it feel to be back in your rightful place in the bottom of the of the Raiders' boots? Yeah. <laughs> well, of course it does. It must feel real bad for you. By the way, would you like to have a Slim Jim to spice up this interview? Huh, of course not. You don't want one. You know why? Because you don't make jokes on it. Ha! Huh? It's a joke. Because you guys joke. You mules joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. You didn't like that, now, did you? Well, you all don't worry about it. Your championships don't matter anymore how much you want. It doesn't matter because the future is right with us. Right for the Raiders. And that's it. So what's going through your mind right now, knowing that the only good thing you've ever done in your life is marry a former Raider Rex? <laughs> well, of course. The Macho Man reads that he knows the ladies, yeah. And the Macho Man knows that the ladies in Super Black are the sexiest and most studied women in the entire galaxy far, far away, yeah. Well, let me tell you something, John Howie. I have a New Year's resolution, yeah. And I got a score to sell with someone, a certain voice. And I think it's time for the champion to throw down the gun and challenge. Are you kidding me? The donkey again? No, you want no. I'm in this right now. Oh my god, you killed John Elway! Yeah, well, that's what you get for wasting the entire phone call. Here I am thinking you're gonna do a New Year's resolution and something with Macho Man Silver, but instead you brought the donkey back. Now clean this up. Before grandma sees it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that, oh, was, that was the best. That was so funny. I so did not see that one oh coming. Oh my god, the last part of this kills me. Uh, back. Now clean it up before, before grandma, grandma sees, sees it. This little bunch of Oh my gosh, that's so funny, uh, Kill Janus. Uh, you rock, dude. That was amazing. Uh, Great call. Good stuff there from our buddy Kill Jadis up there in Alaska. All right, here we go. We're going to kick in another crowd favorite. Yeah, here's our buddy in Houston. It's Houston Raiders Steve. Uh, Murph, Mosh, like that. Houston Raiders Steve. Almost heaven. West Virginia. <laughs> Blue Ridge Mountains. Shenandoah River. Life is old there. Older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. 
Country Road, take me home to the place I belong. West, West Virginia, Virginia, Mountain Mama, take, take me home. Here's Country Road. Steve. Hey, this is for you, Elway. <laughs> Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one talk to a horse, of course, that is, of course, the less the horse is a famous Mr. Elway. Go right to the source and ask the horse. He'll give you the answer that you endorse. It's all, he's always on the steady course. Talk to Mr. Elway. Gonna ride that donkey, donkey, gonna ride that donkey, donkey, let me 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 ride that donkey, donkey, please, please, please. Let me ride that donkey, donkey. 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 Here's to you, barrel man. L.A. horse face. Crinkle. Go on, Raiders. We're back, baby. Oh my gosh. So damn funny. What does he drink? I don't know. Probably sweet tea, chased with freaking Red Bull. Oh. oh my gosh, man! I love it, man. He's, He's just—he so owns it. He, he just owns, owns it, man. Owns it. I, that's the part about this stuff. Like, you got to put your your any of your your yeah. shame, all that. Like, just uh, let uh, it go. Like, it's it's amazing that no one that calls this show can sing. Like, just but they do it anyways, and they love it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so freaking good. I love how you guys own these calls. All right. So, speaking of singing, this is a guy you haven't heard yet, Mosh. This is three weeks in a row. And so he's going to become the newest made man, and uh, he is the Raider Karaoke Kid. And this is another gem he's turned in. This is the Raider Karaoke Kid. And what, actually, I'm going to stop it. He even does the disclaimers at the top of his call so we don't get in trouble on YouTube. I love it. because Actually, on Paul's call, when he called with, with Pink Floyd in the background, yeah. I got a copyright dispute. Did uh, you uh, really? Or a copyright uh, infringement claim, and I challenged it. Because he's talking over it. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm like, it's, we're not playing the song. So I challenged it. We won, thankfully. Nice. We didn't get our YouTube channel turned off. But uh, yeah, anyway, so here we go. Here's the Raider Karaoke Kid. And thank you for the disclaimer at the top. This is the Raider Karaoke Kid. Music provided by Orchard Enterprises and Ameriritz Countdown Karaoke. Fan Cave with old Murph, Uncle Mosh and Swag Jeff. Ain't no place that I'd rather be. Where else can you get the pulse of Raider Nation with the cast of characters you see? Q-Dog and Kiljadis, Miller Woods and Gravis, Ron Pena and Storm, but with Tidal Raider running Baron and then the Sizzler, always there to keep things warm. You see the heart of Raider Nation still ticking, and from what I see it's kicking. Now the team may lose and take a lickin'. But the heart of Raider Nation, heart of Raider Nation still ticking. Capo, Raider Flash, and Michelle Sweat, Kevin Houston, Raider Steve. Fierce and Pirate, 1975, Paul and Franklin, 83. Critique and Watson, Lynch, Jesse, Greg, and Beto. 
Both bottles bring it with style. <laughs> but when the candles are lit and the bath is drawn for Rico, it really, really drives them wild. <laughs> you see the heart-rated nation's still ticking. <laughs> and from what I see, it's kicking. Now the team may lose and take a licking. But the heart-rated nation, heart-rated nation's still ticking. This is the Karaoke Raider Karaoke Kids thanking you all for making me a made karaoke man. Until next time, cave dwellers, remember, the heart of Raider Nation is still ticking. Wow. So good, right? Wow. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. Congratulations to the newest made man, the Raider Karaoke Kid. Awesome stuff, man. So good. So good. So, uh, so Mosh, speaking of the made men... Hit me. If we had a dimmer switch in here, we'd turn it down. Oh. We light some candles, you know, a little uh, yes. aromatherapy action, whatever, you know, whatever you do to get down. Draw a bath, Draw light a, a candle. Bath. That's right, because it's time. Top top. It's time for Raider Born Rico. Rico. Hey, guys, Raider Born Rico here. So, first of all, congratulations to Brian Edwards for his first touchdown down as a Raider. Keep this ball. Yes. Uh, great shout out. Yeah. Brian yeah. Edwards. Yeah. That's what we were looking for, that guy, when we drafted him out of South Carolina. Big, yep. strong hands, go up and get the ball. Great call out right at the top, Rico. Excellent. Oh, man, because we're going to see more of you if we're going to help old Chucky. That is not new Chucky or, or uh, the, the Chucky that was in 98. He's a more grumpy, stubborn, <laughs> lazy Chucky, and he's old Chucky, and he's not going anywhere, at least for one other season, because we're not going to have seven years of this. Hell no. So he knows that we knows, that Mark Davis knows that he's got one more year to show something real, go to the playoffs, and there's nothing else. He had to go. He have only one chance. Now, to do that, he needs a lot of help. We see that the formula of the friendship doesn't work. We see uh, Paul Gunter it doesn't work. So forget the friendships. He need for as much as I like as a persona, uh, Olson. He needs a new offensive coordinator. He needs some refresh. The the playbook. The playbook. So. A uh, new young offensive coordinator that is going to challenge in him, that is going to use the talent that we have. Because if it's something that I felt this year is that a lot of players have missed, have, have missed to shine because they've been darkened 
by uh, the obsolete and conservative uh, John play calling. So he needs somebody to challenge him in this uh, side of the stuff. He needs a new defensive coordinator to challenge him. Uh, he needs big names in the defensive position. We need, co desperately, we need cornerback, linebacker, and free safety. Uh, this is a big mistake that we keep going on for 15 years. We need that position, and we never f uh, fill the void. Okay? So spend money on it. Come on. It doesn't matter. Make trade. But you have to have big names and not overrated Uh, uh, names, big names to side to write picks in the draft. So, cornerback, linebacker, free safety into the draft and into the free agency and into the trade. Now, uh, he needs a new quarterback. Now, I, I, I know whatever is is not about hating no hating uh, I've, i've been loving car i've been hating car and and i've been defending him in a lot of occasion when he didn't deserve it but right now he is not the right quarterback for the conservative type of of play calling the gruden have he needs a problem solver We need a problem solver for crappy plays, and, and DC is not one of them because he's not a problem solver because he got iron will, he got a lot of art, he got leadership, he's like a coach on field, but he don't have legs, he don't have constant escapism with the, to, to, uh, to connect with vision, and he's going to do whatever John is going to say. And jump play calling is obsolete. Like what you don't want to side to a, a, an obsolete play calling, you don't want to side a pocket passer. So great pocket passer, but this is a new football. This is a new era. We need legs. So he needs a new quarterback. And this is the bottom line. With all this say, I love you guys. It's been emotional. Uh, go Raiders, baby. I love you, and I'm out. All right, there he is, Good Raider Born Rico. We love you too, Rico. But I'm, look, I'm, I'm not afraid to disagree a little bit. And, you know, I I love your takes. I respect your takes. But I, I, I don't think we need a new quarterback. And I I think the hype of the the guys that run nowadays, like, I don't think – I see them win a lot of games in the regular season, but every time I see somebody hoist a, a Lombardi trophy, it's because they can throw the heck out of the football. Mm -hmm. So I don't care if you got legs or not, can you throw? Like, that's – like, even Steve Smith on NFL Network came out the other day, and he's like – I don't want my quarterback to be a runner. I want them to throw me the football so I can go make plays. Right, right, right. It's not their job. I want to make the plays. Like, you know what I mean? So, anyways, but but great call, though. Keep them coming, though, Rico. Keep them coming, man. And I know that's a lot of people's take. So, definitely appreciate the uh, uh, the sentiment there. All right, one more to get to. Okay, Mosh, this is a doozy, man. We're closing out strong here. So, this is the challenger to the Macho Man title is Silver Macho Savage, okay? Uh-huh. Well, this... This is the first time Silver Macho Savage brought himself a friend. Oh. And do you well, think they planned it? <laughs> no, um, I, uh, maybe, I don't know, but I I don't I want to sell the lead, but I'll tell you what my response is after cuz this is cool. This is Silver Macho, yeah. Newly self-made macho man. Want to wish you all a happy new year. I've decided to take a little break while we try to figure things out with the other macho. But brought along a friend, 
to wish you all a happy new year. And so I would like to introduce you to the American Nightmare, Dusty Raider. Oh, yeah. First of all, I want to thank Muff and Uncle Maj and the flag man over there. Let me start by saying I understand that there's lots of pain, blues, and agony going on right here, right now. But let me deal with two things. The first thing I want to deal with is all those people who come into this house talking about a kingdom and how great they are and the colors red and yellow are the greatest on the earth. But let me tell you something right now. The people of this nation, the proud members of the Raider Nation, ain't blue-collar people. You see, they are black and silver-collar people, and they make up the backbone of this country. The master that they serve is a passionate fan base, not a guy that they pay a quarter of a billion dollars to, or even a fat man with a drive-through window face shield. So members of the False Kingdom, if you want to come in here, into this place, just know that pain, blues, and agony are coming your way, too. Now then, for the rest of you out there, the ones who actually belong here in the cave, <laughs> hear me out, because I'm talking now directly to you. Keep the faith. Don't give up the hope, because we're in hard times right now. But hard times go away, just like the kingdom is going to crumble, and all y'all going to be there to see it. Now, I may have a big belly and a big old backside, Come on. but there's something else on me that's big, too, and that's my heart. <laughs> so right now, I give you my heart, and I want to thank Murph and his entire production and promotion, and all of you for sticking with it, because you see, when we get the Lombardi for the fourth time, it's going to be four on the floor, and something the rest of the world can't ignore. So here, old Dusty Raider, when I remind you that up here in this place, we are Raiders for life, Daddy. And I am the American Nightmare. And just like I told Silver Macho, we're coming back. And that's a fact, Jack. Happy New Year, baby. Well, nothing more for me to say then, other than this has been newly made Macho Silver Macho Savage. And the American Nightmare, Dusty Rare. Dig it! Oh my gosh! Isn't that amazing? Oh my gosh! Oh, so Ah. fun. That is so good. <laughs> wow. That is so good. So my question to you, Mosh, is now that we've got Dusty Raider, the American Nightmare, uh, if we hear from Dusty three times, is that a second made man on the same collar, or do we transfer title from Silver Macho over to Dusty? Well, it's, that's, that's like saying Macho, man Sav- uh, Macho Raider Savage gets... His oh right with Kill Jadis. They all came in in under Kill Jadis's handle, or they come in under Silver Macho Savage's handle. Yeah, it's it's the same. Okay, Okay. so I got a handle on it. Okay, good to go. Okay, all All right. right, So we kicked it off. Capo kicked it off with a with a great call. Recapped everything. Gave us a lot of a lot of uh, great choices for next year's draft. Uh, Really did his homework. It was a super call. Good job, Capo. Beto. He gave us a critique of the season. We know the city. Kill Jadis. Interview with Elway. Macho speaks donkey. I didn't know Macho <laughs> spoke donkey. The donkey. And then he killed the donkey and had it cleaned up before Grandma got there. <laughs> Houston <laughs> oh writer gosh. Steve went back to back to back with three songs, complete songs, Country Roads, Mr. Ed theme song, and let me around that donkey, donkey, let me around that. Uh, please. Uh, uh, please. 
<laughs> Bring it down like James. Uh, Raider karaoke kid, heart of Raider Nation, still ticking. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. Holy mackerel. Rico, a great call. He called out Gruden and his coaching choices, yeah. not only with his assistant coaches, but with some of his players. And then we ended it up with Silver Macho Savage and Dusty Raider. So tonight, the Sizzler, let me find my button. The right. Sizzler Award, the BRT Sizzler Award goes to Macho. I am the Sizzler. 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 <gasps> macho Man. A double? A double. We had ah! two Macho Mans. We got two Sizzlers because we had two guests. <laughs> we had Elway. It's a night of doubles. It's a night of, there's two of us in the cave. Yes. Yeah, we've kicked Jeff out for the second time. <laughs> We're going deuces in We're here. We're going deuces. After the show, even. After. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so we got Macho and Macho. I love it. Good job, Mosh. Yeah. I, we're at multiples. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Bra- that, hey, that, that dusty impression. That was so. I, that was I, 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 the sp- lisp was amazing. That was so good. That's what everybody forgets. You know, they can they can get the accent, but then when they when he threw in the lisp, it was. I mean, those of us old school Dusty Roads, the American Dream. We oh my gosh, we were digging. That was it. awesome. We were digging. That was awesome. You know, it was it was it was hands down. It was the it was the machos. Don't get me wrong. I love I love HRS is singing his back to back to back and Raider Karaoke Kid. Keep those coming, man. That those are is fun, genius, huh? man. Yeah. I love it. And thank you for shouting out the for the the, the he, chat room. He hit our chat. He hit everybody. Yes. You know, everybody from Franklin eighty three to Q Dog to Michelle to the Raider Critique. I mean, he Rico he he threw us all in there, man. It's this is this is a great show. This is a great show. Cool this was stuff, this man. is amazing. But uh, tonight, the double machos, double guests, double everything. Two scissors. Paul, write it down. Nice. Good job, everybody. Good job tonight. <laughs> we are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today. From the Walking Dead to Errant Jedi Knights. Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Hey, Raider Nation, we appreciate you so much. Thank you for all of you and the support that you give our shows here at the Murph's Fan Cave Network, all the Raiders fan radio shows, everybody on the Twitch, everybody on the Facebook, of course, everybody in the YouTube and the chat room, as Mosh mentioned, Watts Raider, Lee B, Raider Born Rico, Critique, Franklin 83, Raider Rue, Kill Jadus, Tider Raider 1975, Lee B, Michelle Sweat, of course. Michelle Sweat, thank you so much for the ultimate pirate shit, man. We appreciate that, as as always. Um, thank you to everybody supporting us through Amazon and, and all the donations tonight. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Uncle Mosh, thank you for joining me back here in the fan cave. When are we back? 
Uh, couple weeks. Couple yeah, weeks. Well, we we'll take, do, probably we're... take next week off. I've, I got an interview pending that I cannot wait to get finally booked. Right, I haven't said right, a thing because right. it's not booked, but I got a really cool interview coming up. Um, so hopefully we'll have that out next week, but probably just some little stuff from us next week, and then the next full show will be week after next. But thank you for being back here again. Swag Jeff, we love you, brother. Can't wait to see you back here in the fan cave. And Uncle Mosh, take us home. All right. Well, you know, we'll probably we'll see you around Super Bowl time, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, do a, we'll do one of our Super Bowl shows. We might have some more recap stuff from the season. But anyway, thanks for listening tonight, folks. Don't forget to hit that like button before you split. And I'd like to say that for you got your old Uncle Mosh here and for our buddy Swaggy J who's recuperating from the COVID, you've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio where me and Murph have held down the fort tonight. This is Raiders Fan Radio where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. Drive safe, wear your mask. God bless. Hashtag free swaggo. <laughs> Hit that like button, folks. I'm in this right now. Oh my god, you killed John Elway! This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Get everything for your next project today at Menards and save big money. Right now, all stock outlets with USB ports are on sale. Ditch the need for bulky USB adapters. Upgrade your home with features like ultra-fast charging, allowing you to charge your smart devices up to 40% faster than standard USB outlets. Also, view our weekly flyer on Menards.com and check out all the great deals happening this week. Save big money.